Welcome to the Rent to Rent Success Podcast, the only podcast entirely dedicated to helping you achieve rent to rent success. We talk about the ethical way to get you started in property without buying it. This is our place to inspire each other to believe bigger, to be bolder, and to be game changers for good. Property investors and sisters Stephanie and Nikki Taylor are your guides on this exciting ride. Let's start up the engines and get ready to fly. Hello, 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 and welcome to episode 101, would you believe it, of the Rent to Rent Success podcast. We've got another sterling episode today. Today, I am joined by Sharon Griffiths. Sharon Griffiths is a property investor, portfolio landlord. She is known as the Curious Connector, and she does curiosity coaching to help people achieve their goals. And you'll see why that's important for today. She's also a published author of Speaking from the Hearts, Speaking from Our Hearts, rather. Uh, welcome to the show, Sharon Griffiths. How are you? All right. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. It's wonderful. Now, usually, Sharon, we talk here, I know you are a property investor about rent to rent. Today's episode is all about three things that will really help you in your property investing journey. You're a coach and we know how important mindset is in getting results. So I would love it. First of all, Sharon, if you could just tell us a little bit about your, yourself and your background and uh, maybe why you got into coaching. Okay, how did I get into coaching? Well, I've worked in education all my life, from my career from the 1980s. I was actually a judo coach before I was a teacher. And uh, I taught people from all ages in a variety of subjects from 1985 to the present day in schools, colleges, and for a large local education authority in the UK. In 2015, after 30 years in the education sector, I then took redundancy, I asked for it actually, uh, and then I went into recruiting and training citizens advocates, volunteer advocates for two national charities in the county I live, and I realised in November 16 that my money wouldn't last forever, and I only had my pension to look forward to, a small teaching salary, and my old age pension in the age of 67. So I decided I needed to do something to increase my income. And serendipitously, when I was thinking that in November 2016, an advert came up on my local paper, free property training, two hours in this capital town, city, where I was working in Essex. So I popped along, I went along, and I invested my first bit of money in a three-day training and when I was there, it blew my mind. It was February 2017. And I realized I didn't want to invest all those zeros that they wanted me to invest to do what I wasn't sure about. So I decided in February to do a little exploration. I gave myself a date of the 1st of April 2017 to make a decision. By midnight, between the 31st of March and the 1st of April 2017, do I continue with my life as it was or do I commit to property being where I, where I could 
be, doing what I could do, combining it with my job to eventually transition out of my job so property would fund my chosen lifestyle with my husband. So can I ask, so did you give yourself, just want to clarify, did you give yourself a day or a year to make the decision? I gave a specific time. It was midnight between the 31st of March, 2017, and the 1st of April. The decision had to be made by then. Within 24 hours then? I gave myself about six weeks because the first training, that training Uh. paid all those zeros for for three days made me realise that I didn't have that money to invest, but I needed to do it. I thought I needed to do it on my own. Yes. And I did. You gave yourself six weeks to make this decision, and we all know you chose to go into property, but you said you didn't have money to invest in property. So how did you do it? How did you get started, Sharon? How did I get started? Well, I borrowed it. I just realised I didn't have this money, so I went through a process of exploring opportunities to find where I could get money from. And I didn't know a lot. So I invested on credit cards, two property mentors, uh, after I decided to to go for it. And uh, I got credit cards and I asked people to lend me the money. I got over myself. So when I did get into property, it took me six months to for the training and the learning self-coaching before I the 1st of April to the 1st of September that was when I completed on the first property that I purchased. Wow and when you said you explored ways to get money you you mentioned you you borrowed it so tell us how how you bought that first property and can you remember about it we'd love to know the details about it. I remember all the details I won't go through them I journaled I'm a a vociferous uh, journaler So I kept all my records of everything. So what I did was I took an ABC approach, because I'm a teacher, to investing in property. I decided to become my first client and coach myself. Mm -hmm. So I looked at Mm -hmm. my assets that I had and potentially had. That was my finances, uh, my skills, uh, and material goods as well and the properties I had. I looked at my belief systems and I realised that when money was mentioned, I went into fear. I didn't want to get into debt. You know, when I was a kid, I was told, you know, we haven't got much money. The jingle jangle from the ice cream man, it means the ice creams have all gone. And it, it was that belief system. I just, because I remember intensely 1988 and uh, that was a nightmare. The interest rates went up to 17%. So I was fearful of getting dragged yeah. in debt. I was I paid the mortgage off. You know, that was my goal, pay the mortgage off. And uh, so I looked at the assets. Then I looked at my belief systems and I realized that they weren't doing me any favors in moving forward. I had to unlearn what I had learned. I had to undo what I had did to get me to where I was. So I looked at my belief systems. And then I look at my connections and my community. And I'd always worked in the education sector for a local authority. So people that I had worked with and the vulnerable people in uh, the communities that I were in, was in uh, investing in training for property and buying extra houses. Why do you want more houses than one? You only need one to live in. It was like dispelling all these myths that I realised weren't serving me. So the ABC approach to investing, 
But I also knew what I didn't want and what I did want by the end. At the end of two years, on the 1st of April 2019, I wanted to be in a completely different place. And that was basically having control and charge in my life and being free, like a bird flying. So I knew where I was. I knew what I wanted. And then I worked out in my own little way how to do it. That's brilliant. So you actually gave a few insights that I'm sure are going to come up again, because a lot of people are in that space, aren't they? They want to start in property investing. They haven't got any money, but really their beliefs are holding them back. And what they believe about about money and you found that, you know, you you were scared of borrowing, um, worried about what would happen there. And some people are just worried about asking people for money um, as well. So I would love to know. That's why um, people who move forward with rent to rent, for example, do need to have a lot of uh, belief and to keep going when it's something new and maybe it's a little bit scary. So what are the let's let's stop talking about the three things that can really help people to achieve property success. What is the what? Well, let's do it backwards and do the three, two, one and do the most important last. So what's the third most important? The how follows. That's the third what? thing. How it follows. Ah, ah. yes. Follows. Yes. Uh, there are lots of things, but we're talking of the three. OK, yes. so the how follows. Uh, and that basically, me- well, it's the third one. So. I can't do the one and two till you ask me, and then you'll understand how the how follows. It's the oh, okay. Well, let's do the one and two, and then we'll come back to the how follows if we're unclear. So tell us, Sharon, what's number two? What's the second most important thing people need for property success? Know why you want what you want. Mm. I mean, one mm. and two are very close. It just depends where you are, but know why you want. Know you I mean, you hear a lot about know your big reason, but people can't find the big reason. So the why is kind of the thing that will keep you strong mm. when you're when you're weak at your lowest points. Mm. It's why do you want it? Uh, mm. So that when you're at the lowest point, when the sun shines and it's wonderful, you just flow ahead. But when you reach that low point, and I had a few of them, okay, uh, self sabotage came into it when. If you know why you what you want, if you can visualize and seed and feel, you create a colorful musical in your mind, a colorful experience in your mind about how you're going to feel when it happens, as though it's happening now. So I knew that I did not want to be trapped. I knew that I wanted freedom. And that was my goal, the freedom 24-7 to live my life as I chose to do, put in it what I wanted that was meaningful and fulfilling. And I call it happiness. It was an intentional state of success and happiness. The two go together. So I knew at the time, I thought, I knew that if I could enable myself to work and inspire myself to work towards what I wanted, uh, that would be my icing on the cake. And with a date there as well, know why I wanted it and I, why I wanted it on that date. Because I knew from my experiences in education, it's like GCSE, 
or the first two years of a degree. You, if you are going full out and you immerse yourself in a situation, if you you can't do it forever. It's not sustainable. And this is why I gave myself the two years. So I knew why I wanted uh, it. It. Brilliant. And so we've got two and three. Let's go to what's the most important thing, Sharon, for property success? Know what I want. Know my end goal. Yes. Start with the end in mind. So if mm. I know what I want, the end goal, and I know why I want it, the how's going to follow, number three. Yes. So it's the most important thing is to know what you want your end goal, start with the end in mind. Number two is know why you want what you want. And number three is the how follows. So let's dig in a little bit deeper. Maybe you could see how you've already said a little bit how these things relate to you, but perhaps one of your clients who you've helped to work these things out, you could give us an example, maybe. Okay, I'll give one one client as an example. And I always ask my clients, what is it I asked them a few questions as part of the exit strategy and the ongoing strategy. And it's about my uniqueness. How do I help them? Uh, Because there's all these coaches out there. And we all ask questions to get people where they want to go, to narrow the gap from where they are now, where they are now to where they want to be. So I said to her, what was it, my uniqueness that helped you? And she said that I enabled her to see and realise and become aware that the first property is only one property. Uh, if you see something as just as one property, that's it. But but every property takes you closer to where you want to be. Because the other thing is knowing when enough is enough for that moment in time. Because for quite a lot of people I've met, they know what they want. But when they get to that, they start creating new goals. So they never acknowledge their achievements they cut themselves out of the experience of feeling successful so she said yeah it it was that fact that you made me realize it's not just one property it's a strategy and that property feeds into the next thing and you've got like darren hardy says with a compounding effect you build your skills you build your knowledge you build your expertise so the next time becomes easier and it's like when I used to do judo, my judo coach said to me, uh, learn them roles. We come from Leicester, so he's, and he was in the Navy, learn them roles. And I said, why? And I was 15, I started judo. He said, because when you practice them with a C, you will then do it so well that you won't have to, that when you, you will be able to practice them with an S, so it becomes a practice, but you won't need to practice them with an S because you'll be so good at it and everything will be intuitively, be intuitive. And she showed me that that one little bit of advice that I gave her enabled her to progress. And she's actually doing rent to rent now and she's successful in what she does. So that's just yeah. one example. That That is so good to learn because I, I think it just gives you, it, it brings it home the importance of it. So know your end goal, know why you want what you want, and the how how follows. Tell us a little bit more about that, because most people want to know the how up front at the beginning. Right, the how. So I've been in education all my life, and before I was in education, I did judo. And I'm related to these little anecdotes, because it might enable people to see and visualise and contextualise it in relation to their life. 
Because it's not just content, it's contextualization. So in judo, you have a system of the grades, the white, yellow, orange, green, blue, brown, black. You also have the techniques and skills. And the more you practice uh, in different ways, the better you become. So the how is basically, uh, you know what you want at the end, but you have to have a path to get there. So with a car, you've got sat now. So it's like if you could put yourself back to an education or a schooling situation or any situation where you've narrowed the gap from where you are to where you want to be, you've got your training, you've got your learning, you've got your education, you've got people that help you. you create your own curriculum, like your own degree or your own GCSE or own level or whatever it is, so that you can implement lots of little actions daily to take you to where you want to go. So if you implement three, if you see your goal and you know that three little actions, or one or two, each day is going to be at the end of a month, if you do three a day, it could be 120 little steps to take you where you want to go. So it's about identifying what you need to get you to where you want to get. That's what you see in your mind. And... As you know, you've got the compound effect. So things become easier. You get in the flow. And, and it's being aware of this. And when you meet people, those gatekeepers, and these are the people that is, enable you to enter new worlds that you're not aware of. So also in that is identifying the people that can help you as well. Because even if it's one bit of advice from one person, whether it's free or paid for, that will take you in a slightly tra different trajectory or speed you up to where you want to be in your journey. So you can have a little plan of what you want to do and the steps on the way. I, I like working with the 12-week year, not 12 weeks. Yeah. yeah, it just works. And I didn't know about the 12-week year, yeah, but, but with Brian Primaran. But those 12 weeks gives you three months, like school term, in which to experience the beginning experience the end middle experience the end and also you get tired in that as well so you can plan your time plan your actions and if you've got your little plans in place whether they be weekly or monthly in each day you can implement what you do because you can have all these things in your head but if you do not execute any goals or anything it stays in your head so it's that uh, it's that mind shifted to the outside to carry you forward to where you want to go. And as we know, Sarah, once you're in that forward motion, you're like shooting an arrow to get to where you want. The universe provides all these opportunities and you're on this mission to get where you want. And suddenly you get all these opportunities, but they're not all the right ones. It's a lot of shiny pennies. So it's identifying, you become more persistent and tenacious and as you move because it's in your mind's eye. And they're the steps that I always go through. It's not just property, it's life. Yeah, absolutely. The secrets to success in life. And I really want to thank you, Sharon, for coming on today and sharing these secrets to success. It's been so useful. Know your end goal, know why you want what you want, and then the how follows. So, uh, Sharon, uh, before we close today, is there anything that I haven't asked you about that you'd love to share with people? Yes, the science behind it, the reticular mm. activating system. As mm. soon as you are, that is proven. It is Tony Robbins. You, you know, it, it's Dr. Joe Dispenza. Read their books. It's uh, it's proven once you focus. It's like I live in Essex. 
when you buy a red Ford car, they're all around. Mm. Or if you're a grandparent, you're looking after your two-year-old, they're all around. So it's you when you focus, you see what you see, and it appears, and you can focus. So there is science behind it as well. So I thought I'd add that. It's not yeah. all very woo-woo, but there is that science increasingly so being provided now. And, Sharon, people can book a one-to-one with you as well, can't they, if they want to take it further and get into it for uh, improving their own success, which is SharonGriffiths.com. And I think you're also on Facebook as well, Sharon. I am. And I'm not Sharon Griffiths, the time traveller's wife author either. <laughs> no, you're Sharon Griffiths, the curious connector. I am. And you do curiosity coaching and you're a property investor. So the perfect combo for anybody who's looking for a mindset boost and is uh, also a property investor or looking to get started in property in any dimension, whether rent to rent or another strategy. So Sharon, I just really want to thank you for coming on today and for sharing your knowledge with us. It's been so valuable to our audience. And um, let's end with a few words of inspirational advice. What would you say if somebody was feeling a bit low perhaps at the moment, uh, but wants to get started in property or a bit unsure? A bit unsure. Right, there is this saying, Bronnie, based on, I suppose, what Bronnie Weir did when she looked at people that were dying, was it Bronnyware? And they said that at the end of their life, they wish they'd done this. So really for me, I have this saying on my bedroom window, on my bedroom wall, and it is this. Uh, at the end of my life, I would rather say I'm glad I did rather than I wish I had. Mm. When the going gets tough, if you can say that, you can link it into the what and the why. And it is it boosts it boosts the energy levels within your body. That's another topic. I love that. I haven't heard that. At the end of my life, I'd rather say I'm glad I did than I wish I had. Oh, boom. That's a mic drop moment and a great way to end this episode. So thanks a million, Sharon, for joining us. And also thank you for watching and listening. It's always a pleasure to have you on board. So remember, believe bigger, be bolder, be a game changer. I will see you next week. Bye for now. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for being with me here today. If you would like more, we've written the number one best-selling book on Rents to Rent. You can find it at rentstorentsuccess.com slash book. Reviewers on Amazon have described it as the best Rent to Rent HMO book and also as a definitive reference guide and inspirational. Take your next step today and buy the book. You can find it at rent2rentsuccess.com slash book. And I'll see you again next time. Until then, remember, believe bigger, be bolder, be a game changer.